0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I am your host, J215Forever, follow your boy on Instagram, and on my Instagram page, you will find the Know Your Role Player Podcast, all right, that's K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R underscore podcast. You go right to the page, the link is in the bio, it'll send you to all the episodes, okay? Okay. The best way that you can listen to this episode is by downloading the Anchor app. Once you download the Anchor app, it'll automatically subscribe you and give you notifications to whatever app you listen to it on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Radio Public, Stitcher, excuse me, and many, many more. All right? So y'all check that out. Make sure that y'all get that happening and then boom. All right, guys. Welcome back. Today is Thursday, March 18th. We got a lot to get to. All right? Now, we're going to jump right into the big game from last night. The Sixers had played the Milwaukee Bucks. Game was a lot of fun. Back and forth game. Unfortunately, the Sixers lost. Milwaukee winds up winning, uh, defeating the Sixers with a final score of 109 to 105. Now, this game was important for a couple of reasons. Not just because I'm a Sixers fan and I want to talk about it first. But I got to be honest with y'all. I'm starting to like Giannis, all right? So, one, a lot of people kill him for his jump shot. And, again, I always respect the guy that takes the shot. He's not a good shooter, but he's hoping to one day be a good shooter, and he takes the shot, you know? And a lot of people said, well, Simmons can shoot better than him, but he almost never shoots. Now, listen, this is an old argument, all right? I don't care if Simmons don't shoot, but – If you want to talk, if you want to be great, if you truly want to be great, that's got to be a part of your game at some point. Now, there's other things that happened. This game was back and forth. The Sixers were outplaying the Milwaukee Bucks for a majority of the game. Sixers got a bunch of turnover happy late in the game. Uh, Giannis scores 10 out of his 33 points in overtime. Uh, Just kind of takes over in the fourth quarter in overtime. And Honestly, man, it was impressive. Um, Now, listen, when Ben Simmons guarded him, he guarded him well, but he was not guarding him the whole game. Every time they switched Tobias Harris on him, he killed. Every time they switched a smaller guard, or whether it was um, Curry, uh, Quirk, miles, you know, he killed them. Now listen, the game was pretty much over. The Sixers come back, hit a late three, tied the game, send it into overtime, and in the overtime, I think the Sixers just kind of gassed out. Now this game showed me two things. One, I I'm gonna give the Sixers a little bit more credit for their role players, and I thought they played this game really hard. But two. They have to upgrade, all right? I just think they need a better guard. I love shaking Milton to death, and I think in about two or three years, that dude could average 20 points a game, all right? He's averaging a career high in points and assists. His trajectory is fine. But um, other than Embiid, they need a guy that can dribble, create his own shot, get to the paint, and pull up jump shot. Now, you say can Tobias do that? He can do that about 70 80% of the time. But I think they need a natural point guard to do it. Um, and that was kind of lacking yesterday. Ben Simmons kind of drifted away as the game got bad. It's not, not got bad. As the game started to get away. Um, not the most efficient game. Six out of 16. 13 points. But listen. But definitely contributed. One for one from the three. Big news. Uh, 10 rebounds. 12 assists. Uh, Seth Curry played pretty well with four three-pointers and 10 points. Danny Green, 18 points. Tobias Harris, 19 points. Shake Milton had 15. Did not seem like it. That's weird. Um, Maz had 11. Dwight Howard had 13. They had some pretty balanced scoring. Um, So it's actually kind of surprising watching this. But uh, it came down to just the starters for the Milwaukee were better. Um, Giannis, 32, 15, and 5. Chris Middleton, 15, 4, and 2. Brooke Lopez, 14, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Drew Holiday, 19 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Dottie DiVincenzo... Um, 20 points and eight rebounds, five and says divincenzo has been playing really well. All right. And also, um, this was late breaking news from last night. Um, Adrian Wojanowski, also known as Woj, had reported, uh, a trade that, well, he reported a couple of things, but let's get to the trade first. Okay. So he reported that the Houston Rockets trade P.J. Tucker to the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. So... They get an unprotected first-round pick. Um, so he says real quick to give a, a quote, Bucks were persistent in P.J. Tucker and GM John Horst and Raphael Stone close the deal this evening. Redirecting draft picks they had exchanged previous previously was key to getting the trade done. Bucks an expert in rejuvenating... Bucks, a expert, a rejuvenated Tucker, and a contract here to help make a run for the East. And they're also trading... Torrey Craig to Phoenix. Now, this is interesting because, you know, last night's final um, five man rotation were the Milwaukee Bucks, excuse me, Giannis, Middleton, DiVincenzo, um, Holiday, and Lopez. So I guess they're thinking about going smaller and going with maybe like a Giannis center and a Lopez power forward, which you can switch a lot more. But listen, Giannis hit some big shots and he hit a shot. And kind of sat down on the logo. He was talking some trash. I love it, man. And, and you know why I love this it? for a few reasons. The Giannis slander, one, he doesn't, people don't even talk about him. He's having another great year again. And people are like, eh, you know, they definitely got voters fatigue with Giannis. But more than that, like I said, I respect the guy to take shots and to at least say, hey, I'm not going to make all these. He airballed a couple of jump shots. He still takes them. All right? He was aggressive in the fourth quarter. And he's determined to get better at some point at this stuff. All right? It's a slow and steady race, but um, he was, well. Like I said, the antics after the game, he gets a cheesesteak, start talking trash. Yo, I love it, I really do. I respect it, man. Get it off, all right? You gave us the business. I don't want to hear Joel Embiid didn't play. We all knew he wasn't gonna play, all right? You have to line up with the people you got out there, and we should have won this game, honestly. And like I said, um, I have to give, I have to give these guys credit for competing in the game. The Sixers, I'm talking about, but at the same time. Um, I thought their awards showed, you know, this had a lot of playoff vibes to it with a lot of energy, really high energy in the building. And, um, I don't know, man, I, I think the Sixers have to make a move. Uh, Daryl Morey has been tweeting, uh, about the bench players from the Sixers. And I think some of these guys have played decent, but, uh, they really got to make a move. All right. Um, going through a couple of other things I, I want I'll talk about yesterday's games, but I want to talk about a couple other things. Um, one, I just gotta talk about the Hornets. Now they did lose last night to the uh, Denver. Denver moves up to one to twenty-four and sixteen. They won one twenty-nine and one hundred four over the Charlotte Hornets. Uh blew them out pretty early. Uh scored thirty-eight points and thirty-four points in the second half, thirty-one. Uh shut them down twenty and twenty-two points in the second and third. So a really good defensive game. Uh, you know, Nikolai Jokic had 12 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Michael Porter Jr. had another 28. Um, the Nuggets on my dark horse to make a trade for somebody. They if they had Bradley Beal, I they would have I would pick them my favorites, my personal favorites to win the championship, because I think once again they they're to me. I don't think the Clippers are a real threat. All right, so the Clippers lost last last night to the um to Dallas, and I just don't see the Clippers crunch time offense without a true point guard that can kind of move the ball around for them to be a real threat to the Lakers. I think their wings are great. Again, even though Paul George is kind of in a little bit of a strut right now, so is Kawhi Leonard, I just think that if they don't have a guard or or a point guard that can kind of facilitate and get other guys involved, this you-me, you-me offense is just really gets stagnant sometimes. But listen, let me go back to the Hornets game. All right, Hornets are 20-19. and They're in the fifth place in the East, all right? Now, these numbers are bad. Cody Zeller, six points. P.J. Washington, eight points. Gordon Haywood, seven points. Uh, LaMelo Ball played okay. Uh, 14 points, two assists. That's really low for him. And one rebound. This game was over early. This is a blowout, and a bunch of bench players got a bunch of minutes. Uh, They kind of just tossed this game. Malik Monks played well again. 16 points off the bench. But listen, Charlotte's energy, uh, they had a great comeback win the other night over Sacramento. Where they're losing the whole game. Um, (laughs) De'Aaron Fox is just killing them. And they come back and uh, win. And Terry Rozier has played some big, has hit some big shots this year. I'm just impressed, man. I, and I'm happy for Charlotte. You know, they were kind of like this, this ugly team in the NBA. They had no joy. They had no sense of direction. And Michael Jordan it looks like he's finally turning the corner and trying to really build a team. Now, I wonder if they can hit their peak because even though signing Gordon Hayward can probably put them into the playoffs now. You got to think, if they don't have Gordon Haywood, I think there's still a lottery team. And this is a great draft, you know. Now, they got some guys in there, but I think they really need a big. Um, Zach Lowe reported that they are in a, in the market of getting maybe a LaMarcus Aldridge. That'd be a really good fit, man. Just just some a competent big. You know, Bismarck Piombo, as we all know before, is not getting it done, all right? I want to talk about a couple other things. Listen. It's kind of weird. Once Embiid went down with the injury, uh, people have kind of just thrown James Harden. I've talked about Damian Lillard before, and um, even Kyrie into the MVP discussion. Um, I don't think either one of those guys can win because I don't think Harden or Kyrie is the most valuable. I think um, Durant is. Now, they're winning without him, but I don't think they can do no real damage in the playoffs without him. Um, That being said, you know, like I said... Brooklyn has all the pieces they want. They just got to get healthy and move forward. I think Milwaukee, with P.J. Tucker, says, yo, we like this roster, let's go. Also treated D.J. Augustine in that tree. Philly has to get a guard, all right? Maybe the Kyle Lowry thing is too high for them. Um, You know, maybe DeLeon Wright, maybe George Hill, but they need another guard that can dribble and shoot. Listen, I'll get Kyle Lowry, screw it, you know? If you're confident in in B coming back, you gotta get a guy unless they got a big play this offseason. If there's a big play for a star, then I'm shutting up. All right. Now listen, let's talk about a disappointing team. The Boston Celtics fall to 20 and 20, losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers 117 to 110. All right. Cavaliers move up to 15 and 25. This is embarrassing. Boston scored 18 in the first, 20 in the second. They really tried to power back in the um third and fourth quarter, scoring 36 each quarters. Colin Sexton scored 29 points. Darius Garland scored 25. There's there's just no way that Boston should lose to them, all right? Um, They were getting out hustled. Jason Tatum played fine, um, shooting a little bit too many threes. Listen, three of 13, it's kind of OD. And like I said, they were down in this game. And while they were starting to make strides, they just kind of take a lot of panic threes. Uh, Daniel Tice, who's been playing great this season, played terrible. Dropped a smooth donut. That's zero points, four rebounds, five assists. Marcus Smart played really well. Uh, three rebounds, two assists. Jalen Brown, 28 points, four rebounds, three assists. Um, Semi Augelet is not really giving them anything. Robert Williams is playing really good. All right. Once again, 27 minutes, 14 and 13. All right. Grant Williams, eh. Listen, their bench is not giving them much. All right. It's just not giving them much. Um the starters. I don't think Semmy Ojale is a starting NBA player. I think they just put him in there for defense, but he just looks incompetent. I'd rather start Grant Williams and Semmy Ojale, but Grant Williams can't shoot either, and he's a little bit more slower Garden bigs. A lot of people are trying to throw some shade at Brad Stevens, and again, accountability goes to two people, three people, the players, the coaching staff, and management. Now, let's start with the first one, players. Tatum and Brown are playing great. It's not on them. Um, they have injuries. Marcus Smart's been hurt. He's a big piece of the team. Also, their best passer, but it's a couple more things in it. Kemba is inconsistent. There's games when Kimba's playing well, and there's games he's not. He's up to 18 points a game, but like I said, I can't depend on him to give me a bucket. And you know, he still gets the ball a lot. I don't know. I'm guessing that um, it goes one, two, three as far as Tatum number one, Kemba number two, and um Jalen Brown number three as far as like scoring options. But you know, Kemba takes a lot of shots, man. As their lead guard. And I just don't think they generate good looks. They need better bigs. Daniel Tice has been fine. All right? I think their bigs are fine. I don't think their bigs are the problem as I once did earlier in the year. I just think they need some guards, wings off the bench, and another forward. All right? Their depth is really bad. To me, and again, I've said this before, I don't think Brad Stevenson is a problem. I think the number one problem is Danny Ainge. All right? This guy has been getting away with a lot of mistakes for a long time. And, you know... Uh, there's been a lot of rumors out there, so let's talk about Red Air real quick. Um, it's been reported that he gave up, they're offering three first-round picks for Jeremy Grant. All right, then it's been reported that they're going very hard for Harrison Barnes. Now, a report came up today that said Vivek, the, um, for the um, Sacramento Kings, says he doesn't want to trade them because he wants to stay competitive. Now, that's weird, too, because they're not going to make the playoffs to me. And what do you mean by competitive? He says he doesn't want to tank. Well, you have to evaluate your assets, all right? Now, these guys, Harrison Barnes has 20 years each for two years. I don't know. I think they're rebuilding. I don't think they think they're rebuilding. I think they think they can make the playoffs, but I don't think they're that good. I think they have to establish what they want to do as far as their front court, their identity. I also think in this offseason that Luke Walton is out of here. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's talk about a few other games and uh, talk about tonight's games. All right. The Pistons defeat the Raptors. The Raptors fall to one and nine in their last ten games. The Pistons win one sixteen to one twelve. All right, Sadiq Bay had twenty eight and twelve. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see that again. Sadiq Bay had twenty eight and twelve. Six out of ten from the three point line. This was a role player. Now I don't think he's going to be a superstar, but anyway, but I think he's really good at just playing solid defense and hitting open shots. 20 and 12 is ridiculous, though. Uh, Jeremy Grant also chips in. 23 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, DeLeon Wright, 18 points, 8 assists, and 10 rebounds. Mason Pumley, 14 and 10. Jackson, 7 points. Off the bench, Jaron Jackson, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Isaiah Stewart, 10 points, 1 rebound, 4 assists. You know, out of all the tanking teams, Detroit might be one of the hardest playing uh, teams that are tanking. And they're not really tanking because they signed veterans. They are competitive, all right? Now, they lose a lot of close games, but they beat some good teams and they are competitive. Listen, I think the Raptors are still going to make the playoffs, all right? I do. Um, I I know their best players, again, Fravalent Fleet, Health Safety Protocols, also, Pascal Siakam awesome, Health Safety Protocols. They are 17-23, and 23, all right? Um, once I go through all these games, we're going to look at the standings real quick, and we're going to get into tonight's games. I still have faith in the Toronto Raptors. One big spot for them that I did not fail to mention, Norman Powell had 43 points. Now, when they got him, he was really a spot-up shooter. You know, maybe a guy that can catch a couple of lobs. He's really developed this game into hitting some open shots, a consistent shooter. He attacks the rim. Yo, listen, he can legitimately score 19 points on any uh, team game, all right? And that's really impressive. So now you look at it now is, okay, are they going to keep Kyle Lowry? I don't think so. I think they'll keep him for the rest of the season. But moving forward, you got a Vlan Fleet, Powell, Siakam. I think you need another wing in there, maybe a small forward. But I like that a lot. You need another big. The uh Chris Bozier is okay. I think he's more of a bench big. Um, they've been starting Pascal Siakam at center and has been doing wonders for them. I don't know about the future of that and the wear or tear that can put in his body, but we'll see. All right. Again, Toronto, I'm still with you. I still believe you can make the playoffs. All right. The Brooklyn Nets defeated the Indiana Pacers 124 to 115. Brooklyn moves up to 28 and 13 as the Pacers fall to 17 and 22. Listen, I don't think James Harden can win the MVP. After bailing on a team, with that being said, forty points, fifteen rebounds. Excuse me, fifteen assists, ten rebounds. It's ridiculous. No Kyrie Irving in this game. Uh they were getting outplayed in the first half pretty handily, down by as much as fifteen. Comes back. Joe Harris plays really good. Hits five threes. Nineteen points. Four rebounds. One assist. Um, off the bench, really good projection. Tyler Johnson, fifteen points. uh, four rebounds. Nick Claxton, really good wing player, about 6'9", 6'10", defends well, finishes at the rim, can grab good rebounds, 11 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. Jeff Green has also been really – this is might be Jeff Green's most consistent year in about five or six years. All right, uh, 15 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Listen, Brooklyn – Brooklyn, to me, is the best team on paper in the league. Now I think the Lakers have the number one defense. They got LeBron James and maybe Anthony Davis. Uh there's a report that he's out three more weeks plus more time. Again, I've said that before, I'll say it again. They're lying about his injury. I have no proof on that, but I, I don't I just feel like they don't lie about injuries. Also with Kevin Durant hamstring, okay to be in safe with him, but I I don't know. I don't trust these teams anymore. Um you can say I'm Jaded, that's fine, but whatever. The Spurs defeated the Chicago Bulls 106-99. San Antonio moves up to 2016. The Chicago Bulls fall to 18-21. and The Bulls are the most ant team of the year. Okay, so recently they benched Wendell Carter Jr. and Kobe White. Now, I'm guessing they did this for defensive reasons, but I'm going to be honest with you. Not too many guys on this team are great one-on-one defenders. Uh, they play hard as a team. And I think Laurie marketing out of all the players, have shown the most that he can do more with better coaching. But I don't know the future of the team. Again, Zach Levine has a year next year, and I think he's a free agent after next year, so he has one more season after this season. I do not think at all he's resigning. I think they could drop the house on him. He wants to compete and win. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. is a restricted free agent after this season. I don't think they're going to extend him, but I don't know. I think Laurie Markkinen is a stud on the right team. I don't think the right team is Chicago, but I think out of both of them, I think they're more invested in him. Um, Kobe White is a really good bench player. I think he's a starter if he gets better. Listen, he's 6'5", but he's a terrible defender. But he's got the size to defend. I don't know if that 6'5 is legit, but that's what they're saying. Um, you know, Bringing him off the bench, I think, could ruin his confidence. But you know, he's a strong player. He made the league. He'll bounce back. But, you know, starting Tom Santoranski doesn't do anything for me. All right, Patrick Williams has been up and down, but he's a high-energy player. And for this type of roster, you know, Zach Levine's more of a laid-back personality. I think energy is very important for the Chicago Bulls. Again, I don't know which direction they're in. They're playing better, all right? I think they can still make the playoffs. I think they, they, as an organization, are pushing for the playoffs. I just don't know in the long term, two or three years, that you say, okay, Chicago's really making some big moves. No. Um any other games the Warriors defeated the Rockets 108 94. The Rockets have lost 17 in a row. Draymond Green has a triple double. I don't want to talk about the Rockets. They're the worst team in the league. Um Christian Wood did come back, all right? <laughs> so let's let's talk about let's give them some hope, all right? I got a lot of Rockets friends fans. Rockets friends fans. That is terrible. Rocket fans friends. Whatever. Christian Wood had 21 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists in 26 minutes. Kevin Porter Jr. had 25 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds. Now, I already think that Kevin Porter Jr. is a steal. Um Listen, the, uh, he's had some issues in college. He had issues in Cleveland. I think he's going to have his head on the street, and I think he can really do something now. Um, also, Kenya Martin Jr., I think he plays small for. He's about a 6'6", six, 6'7". Six six, crazy Bunnies plays super hard. They got some guys, man. They really need some talent. Maybe a John Wall and a Victor Oladipo. Also, they got to find a buyer for Victor Oladipo. Listen, they got a first-round pick, an unprotected first-round pick for P.J. Tucker. So, I guess the organization has to be some big hope that they can get um, a first-round pick for him, too. All right? Last game of the night, the Dallas Mavericks Defeated the Los Angeles Clippers one hundred five to eighty nine. Dallas moves up to twenty one and nineteen. The Clippers fall down to twenty six and sixteen. Luka Doncic had forty two points, and I'm gonna just say he owns the Clippers. All right, he lives rent free in the Clippers head. All right, I don't think that coaching change is that much of a difference. All right, I think they're playing more. Kawhi Leonard is playing on back to backs. He's more available. He's been decent this year. Um, I think he's playing a little, holding a little bit back for the playoffs. Paul George has been up and down. He's played really good last night, though 28 points, 5 out of 8 from the three pointer, 10 out of 20 from the field goal line, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Again, if you ask me what's wrong with the Clippers from winning a championship, I think their bench is not the same. So they got a total of 5, 3, 3. That's 11 bench points. All right, 3 from Nicholas Platoon. Lou Williams, five, and uh, Torian Man three. Nobody else scored. Uh, they got guys out there playing one minute. Now, interesting wrinkle that they played Ivan Zubach. Um, Serge Ibaka didn't play, so that's one thing to note. But Ivan Zubac played 35 minutes, and I like that. Um, I think he's the best pick and roll big as far as diving to the rim and scoring, and I feel like their offense has to have some flow in it. To me, when I watch the Clippers play... It's high pick-and-roll, left-wing corner pick-and-roll, right-wing corner pick-and-roll with Kawhi or Paul George. They drop to the rim, pass to a shooter, but it's never any flow. It's not like passing the ball off. Sometimes Paul George can run off screen sometimes, but again, I think they need a distributor, maybe a Rajon Rondo, maybe a Kyle Lowry. They're talking about buying out John Wall. There's no way they're giving that dude that much money for the next three years and not paying him. He's going to have to give back almost $30 million dollars I don't see that happening, all right? Two more things I want to talk about. Anthony Edwards is an absolute stud, all right? Stud. So he played the Portland Trail Blazers. um, Also played the Los Angeles Lakers in the last week. Going to the rim, super strong, all right? Um, He got a better jump shot than I gave you credit for. The only thing with him, with me, is like, yo, he's mad goofy. And he's a little bit immature. Now, again, he's 19... I was goofy and immature at 19, so I'm not holding that against him, but I got kind of worried, and I still do, as him being the lead guy, you know. But it, it it's clear to me as day that he's a much better fit with Towns um, as far as a strong wing player. I don't know what they're gonna do with their point guard, man. Um he's supposed to be coming back in the next couple of days. D'Angelo Russell. I think he's terrible on defense. I think he looks for his own shot too much on offense. I want to be wrong. That new coach has got these guys playing. They play hard. Their veterans are playing much more aggressive. Listen, before the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves were an easy dub, all right? Now you legitimately got to play hard to beat them. And listen, for a coach with a bad roster and about three or four legitimately talented players, you got to take what you can get. The number two thing I want to talk about is Damian Lillard. top five candidate in the MVP, but more than that, 37% shooting on three-point shots that are 33 and plus. Now listen, Steph Curry invented the deep three. He invented the deep deep three. Damian Lillard is, is the deep three though. Like he is deep dame, is dollar dame, is whatever you want, he takes these threes. Now listen, let's talk about team structure Almost also. He's shooting these threes deeper and deeper for a couple of reasons. One, your big man has to get out there, okay? So if your big man is at the three-point line, he's six or seven or maybe ten feet behind it, he's going to shoot to bring your big up. Now, once he brings your big up, what's that? That's space. So he can dive to the rim and get easy layups, or they can collapse the paint and he can pass off the shooters. So listen, it's a really smart thing to do. Also, they got CJ McCullough. Um, There's a report that they might get LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't know if that's a – I don't know. I'm whatever about that. Uh, Robert Covington's been playing a lot better for them. Carmelo Anthony's been fine. Um, I think they could eat another wing defender. Aaron Gordon would be so good for them. Just somebody young, strong that can dive, man. Derrick Jones Jr. has been okay. I'm not liking what Rodney Hood's been doing. Again, he uh, tore his Achilles, so he's coming back from that. It's been a tough season, but I'm not the biggest um, Rodney Hood fan. All right. Now, listen, let's go through tonight's games and let's get y'all out of here. The Utah Jazz are favored by 10.5 versus the Wizards. I like the Jazz to blow out the Wizards. The Thunder and Hawk, Atlanta's favored by 7. I like the Hawks. The Magic and Knicks, the Knicks are favored by 5.5. I like the Magic. Suns and Timberwolves, the Suns are favored by 10.5. I like the Timberwolves to cover to come within 10.5. I like the Suns to win. Trailblazers, Pelicans, all right? Now, listen, this game... It's a game we just talked about. where Damian Lillard came back and beat him, the Pelicans were outplaying him the whole game. Um, My man Lonzo had like 18 assists, all right? So listen, they got a heartbreaking loss. They come back tonight, all right? And um, Portland, I got the Pelicans winning, all right? Portland is favored by one. I got the Pelicans winning on a revenge game. They got to play much better. I think they're going to not play around. They're going to win this game, all right? I got the Pelicans winning that. And Hornets-Lakers... I got the Lakers winning, but I got the Hornets definitely coming within seven. And we're going to talk about that game on today is Thursday. We're going to talk about that on Saturday. All right. As always, I appreciate all the love and support. Listen, my numbers are going up. Also, we have just passed the 3,000 total plays. Big round of applause for everybody um, for listening. All my friends and my friends' friends and my friends' friends' friends. And everybody, all my new subscribers, all right? I definitely appreciate all the love. New episode on Saturday. Y'all be good. Peace.